Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Vivensity's podcast. I am Rithvi, and we have Sarah and Shraddha here today to talk to all of you about relationships that you can have, you have with your parents or guardians. And we're going to be touching on topics, for example, helicopter parenting and cultural influences and just expectations that we do have from our parents and the relationships that we do have with them. And just before we get started today, we're, I'm just going to briefly talk about the fact that this is our first podcast um, after two weeks. So um, because we are starting school, we are going to be slowing down our schedule on uploading these podcasts. You're still going to hear from us, but just at a slower pace. Um, and we're going to be uploading bi-weekly. Um, anyways, so let's get started. Um, with exploring personal relationships and experiences with our parents, how has your relationships with them like changed over time or as you've grown as a person? For me personally, I've always been super close with my parents ever since a young age. Um, but I do think that as I have grown older and come to understand um, more things, that's kind of general, but I just feel like as you grow up, you kind of have a deeper understanding of like things that your parents might be going through or just like a deeper level of communication. So even though I've always had good communication with my parents, that's definitely strengthened over time. And um, I always go to them to like, just talk to them about how I'm feeling in general. And I'm really happy that I can do that because I know that not everyone ha is able to do that with their parents or guardians. So um, yeah, I, I just I just love that I can do that. Yeah, that sounds super nice. I kind of had to take a little bit to grow into it um, in my world growing up. It was very much like I am Asian, just to give everyone a little bit of a perspective there because you're just hearing my voice. Uh, and I know a lot of you may be familiar with the kind of expectations that come with that as a child growing up under those kind of parents, especially parents who immigrated into the United States and they have that mindset where they want their best for their kid, where they want the best for their kid. Um, and that was kind of something that I started growing up with in the very beginning. So even starting when I was like kindergarten and then through elementary school and a little bit of middle school, uh, it was very much a focus uh, or their my relationship with my parents was very much focused on how well I could excel in school or how well I could do I in do yeah different academic areas, um, how involved I was. But I think over time, I I learned this thing where you are allowed to talk back to your parents to a certain extent. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, like, it's frowned. It's frowned upon. Um, growing up, that was something that you were like always told you shouldn't do that because it's rude and respect your elders and everything. But honestly, when you grow up and as I grew up, it gets to a certain point where you kind of have to put your own foot down and lay out your boundaries and say, yeah, this is where I'm comfortable with. Uh, and you can't be, you know, controlling my life too much because I can only handle so much. And that's kind of the path I went on middle school and then a little bit into high school uh and they accepted that which was really nice um and from there on out I was able to kind of push myself to grow separately from my parents but still have the opportunity to connect with them in a healthier way 
where it wasn't just them being all up in my face about everything I had to do or everything they expected me to do. So yeah, I have to agree to that. I think I'm more like you, Sarah, in the sense that um, my parents, of course, want the best for me. Um, One thing that my parents kind of do is because I am the second child or Yes, I am the younger child. So I'm going to be compared to my older sister all the time. Oh, and it, it's like, it's like, it's it's okay. Like, I mean, honestly, like sometimes it does affect me, but um, my sister's more of a sharer. She's, I guess she's likes to like tell them more about like what she's doing and like all of that. And I'm not the same. I like I'm more, I'm like someone that keeps a lot of things to themselves. And, you know, like that can also go like two ways. Um, And because I'm not like my sister, my parents were never really used to someone that was uh, more quiet and more shy. And especially when like high school came around and when like stuff like starts to pile up and like things get more serious, they definitely wanted me or still want me to be more, um, like loud about like what I'm doing and like, let them know with like, let them know everything that I'm doing. And because I'm not used to that, we just kind of like have that disagreement and I'm definitely trying to work on that. But um, I feel like that's one thing that we, um, I guess like disagree upon. And that that's kind of the one thing that really affects um, our like relationship. And I feel like, um, I personally feel like currently with my parents, we're at this point um, where um, I can kind of do whatever I like want to do and they are okay with it. Just if I like let them know in advance what I'm trying to do and like what I'm trying to pursue and all of that. But what about you guys? Where do you guys currently stand with your parents? Um, for me, I think it was kind of different because, um, so I immigrated with my parents from India to, we, well, my family's moved down, moved around a ton, but we went to the UK and when we came to the States, we've moved around as well. But it was like, we, I was kind of going through the same new experiences as my parents were from a young age. Mm-hmm. So progressively, I think with that, and also I'm, I'm the oldest child. So kind of opposite to you, Rithvi, and maybe the experiences that you've had, Sarah, um, mm-hmm. I felt a lot of pressure to like set an example for my two younger brothers. So I think maybe that's where it came from, where I'm a, bo- a lot more vocal about how I'm feeling with my parents and stuff like that. Um, which I don't, I don't mind it, but I think sometimes it's good for me to now step back and realize that like, I can work through some of these feelings by myself and I don't have to constantly like share. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i actually a little bit of a mix between you two now that I've understood both of your perspectives. I am also the younger child like Ritby, but I think that in my family, like not even just with my older sister, uh, like with my parents and probably even some of my extended family, I am very vocal. I am loud. I make sure that my voice is heard and my emotions are made very clear because I think that's something my family in particular um, are not very good at with communicating that kind of stuff. So uh, with my parents, I always make sure uh, to try my best to communicate those feelings because I know that it's not something that they grew up teaching us about. Talking about emotions and talking about my feelings 
is something that I learned through my friends. It's something that I learned through uh, doing like the Bring Change to Mind Mental Health Club in college, or in high school, sorry. Uh, and even through Vivensity. Like those are things that I picked up as a result of my experiences. I learned how to be better with communicating those emotions. And that's not something that my parents grew up with. That's not something my sister ever felt very comfortable with. So uh, I think that's something that I always continuously try to do um, when I'm with my parents, even though our relationship is really good right now, after all of that, um, after all of that growth we experienced throughout my life, uh, that's the one thing I feel like we struggle kind of, that we struggle quite a bit with. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I do think communication is like a huge part of your relationships, honestly, like anyone, but like parents, especially just because um the experiences that you go through are so different than what the experiences that your parents went through when they were growing up and as I was saying my parents also immigrated to this country um they always love to tell me about how all the hardships and like how they only came to this country with one suitcase and yeah I got that that talk too (laughs) (laughs) and honestly like I really do feel so privileged um when I hear stories from my dad and my mom the things that they went through and how I got my like first phone in sixth grade and it was an iPhone and my dad probably got his like first phone when he was like 25 years old so um it's crazy to think that our experiences are so different and I feel like sometimes with with helicopter parentings um or not, maybe not helicopter parenting, but just like their, like each parent's style, it kind of comes or it stems from how they were grown up and their experiences and their uh, culture at home. And they kind of bring that to um, our, into our families, right? Or into, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally, I totally understand what you mean there. Uh, just the thing that I was talking about earlier with growing up with parents who were very uh, particular about looking at my academic performance and everything that I was doing uh, and just connecting that back to helicopter parenting, which is something that you mentioned pretty briefly. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it, it does, as annoying as it is and as controlling as it can seem, I think in the sense of the different cultures that we have, it makes a lot of sense why they would be so... Uh, aware and so uh or trying to be so involved with our lives um and it's just a product of the fact that they tried so hard to get to america where it's like the land of opportunity and all that stuff that you learn about in history class um but their journey here is for themselves but for the most part it's also for their children so they want to make sure that their efforts aren't going to waste so I think if you flip that perspective a little bit uh, and see that it can be really annoying and really frustrating at times, mm-hmm. it's also nice to think about it in a way where uh, they're just trying their best to make the to make the best out of a situation that they weren't completely sure about. Yeah, that's so true. That's definitely so true. And I think that ties back to what we were talking about uh, about how our relationship with our parents has changed over time because like all three of us coming from like immigrant families it's hard to understand those complex emotions and the nuances of that when you're a kid but like as 
personally for me, as I've grown older, I've just realized the sacrifices that my parents have made for me to come here. And um, just keeping that mind, keeping that in mind has also played a huge role in strengthening um, our communication and our relationship. And also, especially with immigrant families, I think that it's not, I feel like it's not super common for parents to outright be like, you know, I love you and being like verbally affectionate, but it's yeah. in a lot of the small things that they do. Like, I mean, my mom will give me cut up fruit whenever I'm doing work or something like that. And then my yeah. Dad, yeah. Yeah. And then my dad, he, he'll like stay up late at night. If I just like don't understand something with my work, he'll like sit there and take the time to help me understand what I'm doing. Like, especially in high school, like <laughs> he really did that. And I realized it wasn't because like he was trying to be harsh on me and like overly critical of how I was doing academically, but it was just him trying to help me understand so that I could have a better life in the future. So my dad always loves to tell us or like remind my sister and I that um, like education is the one thing that he can like truly like gift to us. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of the most important things. Right. And he really shows that. And like, he really like, wants us to do well of course and he like kind of shows that through tough love but at the end of the day like everything that um my parents are doing like I understand that it's like out of love and because they truly care about me and like sometimes there's like road bumps along the way like you know sometimes you just don't agree on the same things and it's just something that you kind of have to get over because like at the end of the day they do truly care about your well-being and like whatever it is it's it's just like it's just to build I guess like a stronger connection with them and uh, maybe not a stronger connection with them, but like uh, just, they want you to do well at the end of the day and like nothing's going to make them more happier than seeing you successful and doing better than how they did, how they are doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they want you to build an empire on your own. Um, like they did when they, yeah. moved here, you know, Maybe not an empire, but like that's good. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but like I guess like on the topic of stronger connections, what do you think are ways that you could build these strong connections with your parents? And um I guess like like experiences that you can have with your parents that would build these stronger connections. I think uh Connecting back to what both of you are saying, and especially what Shada was saying about a lot of our parents being uh, more affectionate with their actions than actually verbally saying something. Uh, If that is the case with your parents or your guardians or whoever's watching over you, I think that it'd be really nice to uh, do the same back to them in a sense, where if they're putting in this effort to like cut you up some fruit if you're doing some work. You can do something for them. Like if they're just chilling out and watching TV at home and you're usually out with your friends that night, take a night in and just hang out with them and spend time with them. Yeah. And I would just say, especially for me, um, this past year going to college, I know we talk about this a lot, but I feel like I've just learned so much through that process. But um, just even taking a little bit of time out of your day to call your parents to catch up with them if you can't in person. I feel like that's also another way just to maintain your connection because you're not always going to be with them like you might be in like middle school or high school. So 
just keep in mind, you know, give them a quick phone call, check in with them. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree as well. Um, I hope you guys had a great time listening to our podcast about our relationships with our parents and guardians. And I hope you guys learned a little something from it. If you guys want to see more from us, please check out our Instagram at VivensityINC or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Vivensity. You can learn more about us on our website, www.vivensity.com. And we hope to see you guys here again soon. Thank you so much and have a great day.